What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pels and Whistles. Um, only one episode last week. I didn't feel like I should do an episode for one game and then to talk about the next like one game. <laughs> so I decided to go ahead and just release that one last week and wait until this week to talk about the last two games. So Wednesday night, we played against the Hornets. Great game, 20-point win. Uh, new franchise high in three-pointers made. We had 25 of them. It was an awesome game, a fun night, and we beat a team we were supposed to beat, and you'd love to see that type of thing, right? And Brandon Ingram had a triple-double for 28 points, 10 boards, 10 dimes. That was great. Awesome to see him be able to, like, you know, stay in the game and kind of stat pad a little bit to get those last few stats so he can get that triple-double. I think it was his third one. <laughs> so um, I would like to see more of that on the on the horizon for him. But the other scores and double figures that night were C.J. McCollum with 22 points, Zion Williamson with 13 points, Trey Murphy the third with 18 points, and Jordan Hawkins with 21 points. Um, so again, took care of business, beat a team you're supposed to beat, and move on, and Phoenix comes to town. Now, you know, some of us still, we're, we're still in the mindset of the 2022, uh, the playoffs, um, and we want to beat Phoenix. We want to beat them anytime we can. And, and then you go back to last year in those two games in December that we played at home, and we beat them, and it was great, and it was fun, it was awesome. And this time... We didn't get to have that same experience, unfortunately. So it was it was the Devin Booker show. It was it was a 14-point loss to them, but all night we were down by 20 or 26 or 28. And it's just like we kept creeping up to like a 30-point deficit all night long. And at a certain point, I was like, look, we get down by 30, I'm leaving. And then they just never they, – they would go on like, you know, maybe score six straight or something, cut the lead down to 20, whatever have you. And then Devin Booker would go back out there and do what he does, and now they're back up by like 26. It was it was so frustrating um, because when we play against teams like Phoenix, who they had been struggling early on in the season, and now they're starting to, you know, gain a little bit of ground and, you know, get their footing. But we've been looking good lately. And so when you play a team like that, it's like, why do we look so bad against good teams or teams that are not Charlotte, I guess you could say. But, like, it's the same thing with the Clippers game. Why do we look so bad in that game? And it makes you feel bad because it's like, oh, we're beating up. We're finally actually beating these teams we're supposed to. But now, all of a sudden, we can't beat the teams that are over 500? Because I feel like earlier in the season, it was like, oh, let's beat the good teams, lose to the bad teams. It made no sense. So, anyhow, again, Devin Booker, 52 points, and I believe in a single quarter alone he had 25 points, and it just felt like he wasn't missing, and he was getting whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted, and there was nothing Herb could do, there was nothing Dyson can do, and he just took over, and they were in, like, command of the game from beginning to end, and it was just frustrating because they're hitting everything, and we're hitting nothing, and... Looking at the points, it was 23 points for Zion, 17 points for B.I., 16 for Jonas, 13 for C.J., 13 for Dyson, Trey had five points, and Jordan Hawkins had 13 points. What world are we living in where Dyson Daniels has 13 points and Trey Murphy has five points? I don't like it. And it's not a world I want to live in. Do you? <laughs> like, I... He... Everyone's had such high hopes for Trey this season. And, you know, it's not – I don't know. Is he in a slump? Is his knee still bothering him? I don't know. It's just not going the way that we expected. Uh, he went two for eight in that game, uh, one for five from three. He was a minus 16. Um, there just seems to be some hesitancy. 
And you hate to see that hesitancy from someone who you know is an awesome shooter, someone who you know can even run off the 3.9 and catch a body at the rim. I haven't seen him catch a body all season. So it's like maybe in the back of his mind, he's he's worried about, you know, re-injuring his knee. And I just hope that all the things that we saw him work on in the offseason, we can see that um, in the games. And I know that Trey, Trey's hard on himself. We know his dad is one of his biggest haters, right? His dad's going to be hard on him about his numbers and his effort and things like that. So I feel like as fans, you know, we definitely don't need to beat up on Trey about his performance or anything. And he's not um, like costing us games or anything of that nature. But it's just it's wild to see someone who's not a scorer like Dyson score 13 points and Trey's getting five. And so I he needs a get right game. I feel like I feel like B.I. had a get right game um, recently. And now it's time for Trey to have a get right game. So Moving on from that, um, Sunday night or Sunday afternoon, the Pelicans had their season ticket holder event, which um, if you haven't been to it before, it's kind of like it's great for kids. There's great activities for kids. There's like a lot of different photo booths and places that you can take pictures. Um, and there's a stage, there's live music. Um, there's a little q and I believe Joel Myers went up there and was talking to David Griffin and um, Willie Green. And um, at some point, some players went up and they did Q&A. So I think B.I., Zion, C.J., and Jonas went up there and talked. Um, and so all that's going on inside the Saints facility. And then you walk outside across the lot and you go to the Pelicans facility and they had glow-in-the-dark basketball this time. So that was kind of cool. The basketballs sucked, though. And when you see my vlog that I come out with about this event, you're I'm probably going to leave some shots in there of me, like, airballing these balls. The balls sucked, like, have you ever seen a glow-in-the-dark basketball? It probably, like, the the moment I laid eyes on it, I was like, no, I don't like this. And sure enough, when I touched the ball, I was like, ew. <laughs> <You know? laughs> if you play a lot of basketball, you know, certain balls just don't feel right. And it didn't feel right. And sure enough, it, 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 was, it was awful. It was a fun event, but those basketballs specifically were not great basketballs. Definitely not something you'd want to play a whole game in, especially after you've been outside and your hands are cold and you can't feel your hands anyway. So this is not a good combo. What little feeling you have feels gross on your fingertips with those basketballs. But um, after, I don't know, maybe an hour or so, around that time is when the players show up um, and they come in pairs of two and they, they go to different stations. So there's two players over here at this photo booth. There's two at this one. There's two in this corner, you know, um, playing video games with whoever's in line. But the thing about the way they do it if you want to try to catch a player in line, you you have to have like the most perfect timing because if you don't get in that line at a certain time, that player is going to be gone by the time you get to the front of the line. And they'll switch out with someone else or they'll just like after a certain time, they're gone. I don't even know if every player hits every station, but after a certain time, they just they just got to go. So you wait in line, you know, 20 minutes, whatever have you, and there's still 20 people ahead of you in line and you're waiting to go talk to Jose Alvarado and he's gone. And now you're just like, okay, well, I just wasted 20 minutes in that line, and he moved over here, so I went to this line, and I wasted 20 minutes in this line, and now he's gone, and I've just been standing around all day and didn't get to see Jose. And that happened to some friends of mine, and it sucks. And some of my friends got to see the guys and got to take pictures and things, but it just sucks the way that it pans out. You could stand and wait and might not get to talk to anybody, and it's unfortunate. So I don't really know what they can do to make the event better, um, I think if you went, they're probably going to send you a survey in the in your email and ask you what you thought about it and let them know. And the same thing with the games. Um, they're going to send you an email after every game and ask you how it went. Let them know because they, they have to read these things. They have to take this feedback. And at some point, 
you know, they'll make whatever changes that they need to make. So again, I don't know what they can do to make it better. I just go there, you know, I'm, I'm getting footage and stuff. So I actually missed out on a lot of things. Um, when David Griffin was up on stage, he gave a shout out to me in the Pels 12 for, you know, traveling to games and showing support and things like that. So I missed that, but there's going to be footage somewhere, but, um, you know, you can't be everywhere at once and there's no schedule. That's the main thing is that there's no schedule. You don't know what's going to happen when, and you're just kind of hanging out, waiting to see what's going to go on. So I didn't know when David Griffin was going to go on stage. I didn't know when Zion and then we're going to go on stage and talk. Um, and when I did the glow in the dark basketball thing, there were no players in there at that time. But the moment I left, my friends and my wife went in at the same time that I was exiting. And when they got in there, all of a sudden, Brandon Ingram and Zion showed up. So now I just missed them. Like, so, and they got to see, you know, B.I. and give him a hug and stuff. And Zion was right there. Um, but the way the timing worked out, I didn't get to see or talk to any of the players. So, again, they send me the survey. I'll be like, hey, it would help to kind of have um, you know, a schedule or a loose schedule, at least of things that are going to go on, um, instead of things being so like vague, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. I'm glad we even got an event. I've been a season ticket holder for five or six seasons. And this is the only second, this is the second season ticket holder event that I've been to where the players are there and you can have the chance to mingle with them. So, um, moving on to the next few games, we've got Tuesday against the Jazz. Don't like playing them, so please, for the love of all things, beat them. And they're on the up and up. They're on an upswing right now. Um, not a good time for us to be catching them, so we need to take care of business. Friday, we're going to play the Thunder. Not really a fan of playing them right now. They've been playing great all season. Um, they're in the second seed right now, and I, they are where we should be had we not blown eight or so double-digit leads, like we would have 30 wins right now. They're where we should be at, and it's annoying because the last few years we've had to watch Memphis be where we should be, and now we're still, I don't know, doing whatever, <laughs> and now the Thunder is where we should be. But, I mean, our record could be worse, but we know that it could be better. So, um, and then Saturday we go to Milwaukee and we play the Bucks. So we have a back-to-back, Friday at home, Saturday in Milwaukee. Not a fan of that. Not a fan of playing Milwaukee right now. So good luck to us. <laughs> good luck to them for those games. Um, the Celtics are still, uh, they're in first with a three and a half game lead over the Bucks, um, And the Wolves are in first with a one game lead on the Thunder and the Nuggets. Pelicans are in, uh, in fifth still with a half game lead on Dallas uh, and Phoenix. In Phoenix, uh, they're at five straight wins right now. We're a game ahead of Sacramento, and they're at four straight losses. They're going through some things in Sacramento right now. Good luck to them, but please don't catch up with us. Don't have time for it. So your 10-game breakdown, we're 43 games into the season, 25 and 18 record. Games 1 through 10, we were 4 and 6. Games 11 through 20, 7 and 3. Games 21 through 30, we went 6 and 4. And then games 31 through 40, we went 7 and 3. So these last three games, game 41 through 43, were 1 and 2. So let's get back in the win column. So win a couple games. Let's, let's finish this frame um, 500 or better. So we need a few more wins. Don't go on a losing streak. That's the main thing. Do not go on a losing streak. Maybe at max, I will allow two losses. <laughs> but beyond that, you just can't. You just can't. You have to stack these wins. Um, I mean, January has been a tough schedule, and we've done okay. Uh, we've 
we're over 500. We're over 500 in January. So I wouldn't say we're kind of like middling in January, but we know that it could be better. And so we'll go with that. But I do have to acknowledge that it could be worse. But that's all I got for you guys today. I appreciate it if you made it this far into the episode. Look, go to realmyers.com, sign up for an MVP membership because in the next few days, I'm giving away a bird hat on my platform. But you got to be an MVP member. You can't be bench warmers. You can't be um, six man. Because every month I do a giveaway for the MVP people, and that is going to be the giveaway this month. Um, so sign up. It's seven dollars a month. Some people have signed up and done the year. You save a little money on the year when you just you know pay it up front for the whole thing. So sign up for a membership again. RealMyers.com, the MVP membership. That's the one that gets the monthly giveaways. And this month, it's the bird hat. Highly coveted item. Everyone wants one. So make sure you do that. Thanks for listening to another episode of Pels and Whistles. I've been your host, Rel Myers. I'll see you guys next time. Take care.